live on SEN Track. Welcome to Breakfast with the Kiwis. Kickstart your day of racing. Have breakfast with the Kiwis. Head to loveracing.nz. Good morning. Welcome to Breakfast with the Kiwis for the final time in 2023. Great to be with you to see out the year. And alongside me, as always, is Butch Castles. Butch, good morning. How are you, mate? Yeah, Jordan, I'm good, thanks. Christmas uh, was fine. Boxing Day, great racing here in New Zealand and looking forward to this weekend and then, of course, specifically towards Monday, New Year's Day, where uh, a massive card uh, assembled at Pukekohe as well. Yeah, absolutely. I hope your Christmas was great. But as we know, Boxing Day is the big day of uh, one of the many big days of the year in New Zealand racing. Give us a brief recap of what happened on Boxing Day and how you saw it. Yeah, look, there was uh, Group 1 action with uh, Tiakia uh, claiming the Group 1 uh, prize um, with Campionessa. Look, she's a mare that deserved a Group 1 win. We're going to chat with Andrew Scott shortly, who uh, was to the fore with his training partner, Lance O'Sullivan, Molly Bloom, and a uh, bloke that's uh, well-known to your listeners in Australia, Blake Shin, in the saddle. Uh, so she was uh, successful in one of the Group 2s. It was a uh, a really impressive performance from a two-year-old, cool and fast, who head to the Karaka Million, among, among many others. So, yep, it was a great day and looking forward to another one Monday. Yes, and uh, yeah, absolutely, uh, New Year's Day, uh, uh, another big occasion. What have we got to look forward to? Yeah, sure is. Uh, look, the Sistema Railway, the Group 1 Sistema Railway, the feature, but there's uh, three-year-old fillies uh, races. There's uh, Queen Elizabeth Cup as well. Uh, as the Rich Hill Mile there, the Eclipse Stakes for the two-year-olds, where a very, very smart Colt move to strike takes on a very, very smart filly in Velocious. So uh, plenty to uh, whet the appetite uh, for New Year's Day. All right, let's get stuck into it with our first of two guests. We'll speak to Lance Noble a little later on in the program. Up first, though, from Wexford Stables is Andrew Scott. Always a pleasure to have him on the program. Uh, morning to you, Andrew. How's things? Oh, good morning, team, and uh, thanks for having us on. No, everything's going great. We're uh, obviously, you know, getting uh, over the Christmas and Boxing Day, and now we're sort of you know, aiming up towards uh, tomorrow down at Taupo and obviously Monday at Ellerslie on New Year's Day. So, no, we're cracking on strong. Good stuff, Scotty. Look quickly, Molly Bloom, how she come through uh, that win, which, um, you know, you always said that there was plenty of improvement in her after Christchurch, but she got the job done and no doubt now aims up at a $1.5 million Karaka mile for the three-year-olds. Yeah, but she, um, you know, she built the run a wee bit, you know, she had to sprint really hard and sustain a strong gallop and, um, you know, her sectionals were you know, pretty pretty much off the chart for, for the mile. Um, so, yeah, she, she left a fair bit on the track, um, but, you know, looking at her this morning and a feed bin this morning, it's... Yeah, she's starting to get back on, you know, back on a game. So, uh, no, she certainly tries hard and uh, looks down and well, really sound and well. And, um, yep, she's certainly going to look a box of birds by Monday. Yeah, for sure. Righto, let's have a look at Taupo first, then we'll go to New Year's Day. In the first, Saxon Silks, I did note it was in New Year's Day as well. Which way are you leaning? Oh, look, you know, with a, a seven-horse field and a group group two race there on New Year's Day, we'll... Certainly have a, a throw at the stumps there. Uh, yeah, she's staying fully. And, yeah, she had a couple of runs at the mile. And she'll, she'll run on New Year's Day. And, um, you know, we're, we're certainly, you know, running for some valuable back type. But, uh, yeah, so she'll come away, uh, we would imagine, out of Taupo. Race two, uh, you've got uh, Tanga Yika. Look, was really good on debut at Taupo. I thought it was a solid third last time. Been money for it. The rain won't worry this one. Yeah, absolutely. I think. 
did she finish? I think Tanganyika finished behind, uh, you know, Tavi Savvy as a Richie that won the big race the other day. So yeah, it comes out a pretty strong field form race. He's he's going really really well. Um, pretty talented horse, obviously by ASI. He's flying at the moment. OP on board, good draw, knows his way around Talpo. So yeah, certainly a, a, a close to a winning chance there, and trained on well and. Now he's galloping the house down at home. So, yeah, he, he's a, certainly a really good chance. Race three, you've got a first starter here. Rip Tack has uh, been money for this one. Eights into $6.50. Uh, what do we expect on debut? Yeah, solid run for sure. You only had a couple of trials. He's a bit new. And whether the undulation and the 1,200 metres is right up his alley around Taupo. A uh, bit of a learner. A uh, horse with a good, good amount of ability. Uh, his trial behind a smart one there uh, at Ellerslie and look he's galloped on well but he's just a bit new um, he's yeah but uh, yeah look horse certainly that the punters can follow with confidence through the summer months uh, he'll win a couple quick uh, but just might take one to get, gain a little bit of ring calf but uh, yeah certainly a galloper in the making Right, out, race six, uh, you've got three runners, Eva Charm, who was well supported on debut, let it ride, making its debut here in Tempest, who would certainly deserve a winning turn with those uh, two seconds. How do we split them up? Uh, Eva Charm is probably the most promising. Uh, he won a trial up there before his debut down at Taupo, so he gets around there. Uh, the draw won't worry him, and a bit of soft ground down there, he'll, uh, he, he'll, he'll handle no bother. Uh, Tempest, like you say, she... Deserves a bit of luck. She's had no luck in the last two. And look, she, she, she's another, we'll, we'll handle the given the ground. And let it ride, beautiful horse. Trolled well there at uh, Ellerslie. He's a horse that probably wants a mile, but uh, probably ever charm Tempest in that, in, that, in, that, in that way at the moment. But uh, no, all of them are going well. And those three get to run for a uh, golden ticket into $350,000 Sir Patrick Hogan Carapero Classic by winning tomorrow. So that's a real incentive, isn't it? Didn't know that, Bush. Thanks for telling us. And uh, look, if any one of them can win it, uh, I'm sure we'll be, you know, certainly putting that, you know, uh, in, in the diary. But um, yeah, oh, look, you know, it's just massive, isn't it? Entang, like bringing, coming to town and just injecting some life into our industry. And um, it just gives everyone so much enthusiasm and, you know, uh, look, yeah, it's just, you know, the, you look at our state, you know, what we're running for now. We've got a, we've got a strong argument these days now. And, you know, we've got a, we've got a, we've got a dream to sell, you know, and we need that, you know, coming up around, around yelling time. Absolutely. Those horses uh, to be able to run if they happen to win tomorrow for 350000 is uh, is amazing. Right, let's go to uh, New Year's Day. The first grand gallo. Look, you had to throw at the stumps at Rickerton. Um, probably things didn't go her way, but she comes back in class. Plenty for this, and uh, I thought on that would have to be a chance. Absolutely. Look, pretty pretty handy field this, but she's a handy filly. Uh, we've got a hunch she's better going right-handed than left. We put a hood on her down there at Christchurch, and she went a bit keen. She was slow away, and she'd done a fair bit of work to get on speed, and you know she was still there at the 200, and then she collapsed the last bit. Uh, has jumped up with Molly Bloom uh, leading into Boxing Day. We had to scratch because she had a sore foot, but she, it's fine now. Probably got up better than Molly Bloom uh, leading into Boxing Day. We've kept ticking over since. Uh, certainly wouldn't surprise us if she was in the first three. Uh, yeah, she's a handy gallop for that. Uh, quicker the ground, the quicker she'll go. So we would like to keep the rain away for her.
Race two, the weapon was really good, I thought, uh, last time. Uh, gets the 1,600 metres, another good field, but so they should be uh, on a day like this. Yeah, absolutely, Butch. Uh, look, we just had to scratch him a couple of months ago. His blood came back a little off, and he's got a wee viral thing going on. So he'll stop at home, but certainly one for, a, you know, th he's another promising staying horse. If we had a derby chance, he's probably our best. Uh, and, look, he'll run again on maybe the 12th there at Tauranga, and hopefully we can get to sort of Waikato Giddies and things like that with him. But lovely big horse, but just not his day on Monday. Okay, Silver Javelin in race number four. You've got Opie Boss and Book been scratched a few times. Looks like the rain will eventuate leading into the day, and that'll suit her down to the ground. Yeah, absolutely. The draw's not a bad thing either with the, you know, the way the pattern was there on Boxing Day. Um, has had a good couple of trials. She's taken a bit to get fit. Uh, another one that's just worked the house down at home. Pretty forward for its first one, uh, and you can ride her a little conservative because she, she likes to be ridden that way. And uh, yep, She'll be certainly coming home strong and will sprint well, very well fresh. And, the, and there's another great, uh, you know, the stake money, 80065 Butch, that's incredible. Mm, as we spoke about, Saxon Silks are running the Sir Patrick Hogan stakes. Uh, the next one we'll look at uh, is race seven. Uh, here's uh, a filly that's showing, or a mare now, that's showing just so much uh, upside and so much uh, potential. I speak of Carmen Line. How is she coming into this fresh? Yeah, pretty good. I tell you, if you go back to her last trial, uh, what's the mare that won the group one on Boxing Day? of Campionessa. Campionessa. Finished behind Carmen Line in the same trial. Uh, and then Campionessa has just come out and went bang. Uh, and probably Carmen Line trial better. Um Look, she's just been a bit slow to come up this, this, this spring and early summer, and that's why we've been a bit patient. Uh, we've given her a couple of decent hit-outs there. She had a decent one yesterday morning and worked well and went, you know, a heck of good sectional. She's flying. Uh, generally runs her first, best one fresh up. Uh, gets around Pukekohe, and, but just wouldn't want too much rain. But um, if, the, if, the, if I've got a good even deck, she'll quicken well. Right, the feature, the Group 1 Sistema Railway, a race that the O'Sullivan family have uh, made their own over many years. You've got uh, two runners uh, this year, Scotty. Both of them, uh, are, well, one in particular in the market, Dragon Leap, and I thought Waitak probably uh, the one that would benefit if the rains continued to come, uh, with it being 1,200. He'd be rock hard uh, over 12. Dragon Leap, though, Opie rides, and money has come. Yeah, look, um, you know, he, he's a... He's a you know, very good galloper, as we all know. Uh, and we've set him for this and kept him fresh and just we've, we're rolling in there. Uh, we, he's done the work at home uh, and he's quite sound. Um, he, and he's moving out really well for him. Uh, Opie knows him well. He, you know, and he can, he's really effective fresh up. And, uh, you know, we think we've got him pretty close to being spot on. So, no, really exciting to see him at the races. And, He's just another that would just wouldn't want to see too much rain because he gets a bit bumblefooted in the wet. So, um, yeah, look, um, uh, the experts tell us that this this weather band's going to sort of go down through the bottom of the the middle of the uh, middle of the island. So, hopefully, Pookie misses it because if he can get a a nice reasonable bit of footing, he'll quicken really well, and we're pretty excited about him. You know, going the races. And Waitak, twelve hundred meters, possibly short of his best, but. If that rain did come, that would bring him into play, wouldn't it? Well, and that's, yeah, that's the flip side of it all. 
um, if we got out to a soft track, um, we've curled the spring right back on him and tried to keep him as fresh as we can. Um, he's breaking the bridle on the track and he's really wanting to get along. And um, yeah, you know, with a with a hot speed, it should run him off the bridle because we've found sort of last year when we're trying to ease him when he's getting out to a mile, he's just wanting to get his head up. And we found the other day when we're running him off the bridle, he's got such a turn of foot and. Um, you know, interesting enough, his mother never won over any further than 1,400 metres. And, you know, you get a prize here with a good turn of foot like him, uh, what can handle a bit of give, um, certainly becomes a strong winning chance if we get a, a, a soft track. Righto, the Rich Hill Mile, New Durzo, was good on Boxing Day. Gets in here with just 52 uh, kilos and a good draw. Gave it a chance on that, eh? Heck yeah, look, uh, get someone to know what he's a great big powerful horse and took a good horse the other day and a good ride to beat him. Uh, he's sort of getting a little bit held up coming on through there, Butch. And um, look, he's he's running at the winner, but just hope he's just had a little left blood in the locker and held him out. Um, and he'll improve a lot with the run under his belt. He sort of he uh, he got a wee way on a wee bit in between there, and he, he'll strip a, a fit horse that's you know one at the mile. And, you know, we're on top of him a bit and he'll race kind of for it. And, uh, no, he's um, in, a, in an even ritual, uh, ritual this year. Um, he's, uh, he's certainly a, a top four chance. Talking about four, there's four of them in the last. Desert Mystic, Geriatrics, Moss Invader and Jafira on the ballot. Probably Jafira the one if the rain came. But the other three, uh, all pretty promising gallopers. Too right. Uh, Desert Mystic was good for Sharpie. You know, he's pretty strong down the, down the rail there. He's coming up and he'll have a good summer. Um, Geriatrics, well, he just we just got it a bit wrong down the attack. He rode him a bit close to the speed and he lacked a bit of finish. And he's just got to be held up and ridden cold and he'll he'll really you know rattle home. And he gets around Pukekohe well. Um, and he you know he he's he's coming along really well. Moss Invader's a promising staying horse, and we've got high hopes for this horse going through once he gets around two corners. And wouldn't surprise us at long odds if he was right in the finish. His win was pretty good the other day. He beat a strong maiden, and he's gone the right way since. So um, we're hoping to finish the day with a wee bang there, and wouldn't surprise if Moss Invader was probably the first one home. But uh, no, they're all going well. And Jafira, like you say, gets off the, gets off the ballot, and gets a run, and the ground turns soft. Um, he's fitting hard with a couple of runs under his belt, and he's lacked a little luck in both of them. So, no, we're going all right. Plenty of good chances, Scotty. We're going to ask you to label one for us uh, over the two days, Taupo and Pukekohe. I know it's hard with the rain that might be about, but which one did you think was the best chance? Look, if it's dry, we're, 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 we're really big believers in uh in Carmen line fresh up like when she, if she brings her best form she she'll be incredibly hard to beat uh and our wild card of of box of of, of new year's day is obviously moss invader so um that's where we're at good on you scotty thanks for your time very best of luck have a safe and enjoyable new year and a great day at pukekohe on new year's day you too Butch. thanks for having us on Andrew Scott with us here on Breakfast with the Kiwis. We'll take a break and we'll come back and wrap up the show next with Lance Noble. You're listening to Breakfast with the Kiwis. Loveracing.nz, your home of New Zealand thoroughbred racing news, previews, reviews, profiles and more.
Welcome back to Breakfast with the Kiwis. Great to be here with you on the final edition of the show for 2023, heading into the new year. Always a big time of the year around New Zealand uh, with the Christmas New Year period bringing about plenty of big races. Our next guest on the show, Butch, is Cambridge stud trainer Lance Noble. He's here with us to be our final guest of 2023. Morning to you, Lance. How are you? Very well. Good morning. G'day, Lance Butch here. Right, let's rip through these uh, runners at Pukekohe. On New Year's Day, small but select team, race four, Frostfair. She was good at the trials and then really good on debut. Yeah, she was. Um, you know, she was taken on in her first start and sort of only just won, but I thought the run was had a lot of merit. Um, she's got a good barrier draw. She's still a little bit inexperienced, but um, as long as it doesn't get too wet, I think she'll run really well. Uh, what's the weather like up there at the moment? That's the million-dollar question, isn't it, as we head towards New Year's Day, I think. New Year's Day looks all right, but there might be a bit of rain before. It's hosing down. I'm just driving into central Auckland at the moment and it's bucketing down, so okay. I hope it stops soon. Yeah, <laughs> not a lot you can do about the weather, though. Righto, race five, the Sir Patrick Hogan uh, stakes, and uh, this time the Phillies step up over ground, 2,050 metres. About time would have been a pass mark, I would have thought, uh, on Boxing Day, and she looks like the trip will be okay. Yeah, it's um, it's it's a small field. Um yeah, the tempo of that race on Saturday in the eight carat was really, really strong and it was a great bunch of fillies. So I think with a slower tempo and she seems to have come through that run well, I think she can figure in the finish. Yep, for sure. Race at number six, the Queen Elizabeth the second Cup. You've got the ruling favourite here, Tira Mitika. She was good resuming at uh, Tarapa over 14, then up uh, to the mile uh, next time, last time over ground. She just blew them away. Uh, she gets in with the lightweight, 52 kilos, and I suppose it's a matter of capitalising on that at this stage of her career. Yeah, that's exactly right, Butch. Um, you know, she's only won three races and she's already pretty highly rated. So, you know, in the ideal world, you'd probably give her another couple of runs to, you know, before you took on the good stuff. But if we did that and she happened to win one or two, all of a sudden you get weighted out of these races. So, no, look, we're taking a bit of a chance. I don't think she deserves to be the $2 favourite, that's for sure. But um, she's a, a mare with a lot of future and um, happy to take our chance on, on Monday. European form? Was there any European form on a rain-affected track, Lance? Um, no, not really. So um, I, I think she'll be OK on it. Um, you know, she's at home. She's When it's been a bit wet, she directions indicates that she shouldn't be too bad on it. No worries. Righto, race number nine. You've got the course specialist here, Habana. Been to uh, Pukekohe, what is he, six times and five times he's been the winner and the other time he ran second. So he just absolutely loves it down the road there at uh, Pukekohe, one that does uh, have a record on rain-affected tracks. And uh, Look, he's got to carry the top weight, but in saying that, he probably deserves it in a race like this. Yeah, you know, um, he's, his form, as you say, his form's impeccable at, at Pookie, and um, uh, he's drawn a bit wide, but by that time of the day, if, if there is a bit of rain about, it might not be the worst place to be. So, look, he, he's really well. Um, he's got to give a bit of weight to the other rivals, but he's a, he's a strong, mature horse, so I think he can do it. Yeah, and he's 58, so it's a six-kilo spread. Uh, not uh, too bad, and as you say, just loves it there. Ominous was really good last time. She's always threatened to be a good uh, uh, horse, uh, Ominous, and uh, I thought she showed it last time. Um, but maybe the rain, the trick with her? Yeah, again, she's drawn a little bit wide, so uh, hopefully she'll um, you know, she'll appreciate the, uh, um, the ground if it's better out wide anyway. 
Righto, Lance, a nice field, a nice team, sorry, of five to go at New Year's Day. Always good to take them on a day like this when there's plenty of money up. What do you reckon's the best of them? Oh, that's a bit of a tricky one. But I'd have, to, you know, I don't like tipping in big races, but Habana's got the, got the form on the on the door, so um, yeah, I'd be tipping him. Righto, he goes well. Look, have a safe and enjoyable New Year's Eve, and a good luck New Year's Day, Lance. Thanks for your time. Thanks a lot, Butch. There we go, Lance Noble with us on Breakfast with the Kiwis, finishing up our year in 2023. Thank you very much, Butch. I hope you have a great New Year's. Same to you. Thanks, Jordan. We'll catch up again in the new year on Breakfast with the Kiwis. You can podcast us at sen.com.au as always. Have a safe one over the holiday period, and we'll catch up again next week.